Hello, I'm Amy Stevenson, and this is The Human CEO. In each episode, we'll be meeting with CEOs and senior leaders to understand their approach to leadership, the challenges they faced, and how they overcame them. We'll also be asking what they feel it takes to be a great leader. One thing I've learned is it's really good to articulate a plan and specific objectives and, and goals that um, you want to achieve because it, it informs every decision that you're making. Welcome to The Human CEO. I'm your host, Amy Stevenson, and today I'm joined by Rob Verhul. Rob is the Managing Director of Graphite Digital, a digital customer experience design consultancy. With a passion for creating opportunities for people in the digital industry, Rob's created the Future Talent Programme within Graphite Digital, which has resulted in him winning a BMO 100 award twice. Rob joins us today to share his insight as a leader and a human CEO. Thank you for joining us today, Rob. I'm really excited to uh, speak with you. Thanks so much for having me, Amy. It's really great to speak to you too. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. So can you tell us a little bit about Graphite Digital and what you're working towards, please? Yeah, of course. So Graphite is a digital agency. Uh, We make websites, basically, for um, healthcare and pharmaceutical companies around the world. And so, uh, yeah, it's quite an interesting time at the moment doing this. And uh, we're now 12 years old and we've done all sorts of things in in our history um but uh and have seen a lot of change in the digital industry in that time actually but we've focused more and more on the health and pharma sector in the last five years say and and now only do it in that sector only work in that way so um, so yeah we we have um strategists researchers and designers in the team and they help unpick um, the challenges that our global clients are facing and then um, help them solve those and ultimately we create websites or apps or other digital experiences to help meet the needs of uh, of those companies and ultimately serve their customers fantastic and how did you settle upon um, pharma and healthcare was that quite an organic process or was that something that you're particularly interested in yes yeah, so um our first ever client actually was AstraZeneca, so 12 years ago. So we had this, this foundation uh, already, um, mm-hmm. and, and we'd had a lot of good relationships over the years in that sector. But um, for a period, we were working a lot with Costa Coffee. So we were Costa Coffee's digital agency for mm-hmm. quite a few years. Um, and um, we, we were doing um, lots of great work with them and, and other clients as well, but all of a sudden, three years ago, our, our health and pharma work just started to take off and we found that the needs um, that were cli- coming from the clients, you know, were, were, we were able to meet those in a new and more impactful way. And so it just started um, growing really quickly and it was really exciting. And we could see this change coming as well in the, in the industry. Uh, yeah. It's one of those industries that is um, quite slow to change and, um, and, but the digital age was finally happening to them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and little did we know, coronavirus was around the corner and that would have an impact on the way that they work and uh-huh. sort of push, um, push even more change into them. And so we found ourselves in the right place at the right time to be able to help. And you know, having worked in that industry for so long, um, we found that uh, we were able to do really impactful work so it just made sense that we continue to focus on that and ever since we focused and be public about that focus 
um, more and more good things have happened. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it feels like the right decision. Brilliant, brilliant. And so 12 years in, or almost 12 yeah. years in, what, what are your biggest challenges as a leader of an organisation like yours? Yes, well, um, uh, agencies are fundamentally people businesses mm-hmm. you know it's not really about a product and if it is a product it is it is a packaged offering of service you know yeah. and so uh, we you know have uh, an amazing staff of, of, of and, and team but fundamentally the digital industry uh, has a bit of a problem in in um, finding and attracting enough talent mm-hmm. um, there is uh, a scarcity, particularly in coding, um, uh, yeah. you know, and you, I think we're probably all aware of that and how important that it's becoming. But there is um, the access to talent is is just not fast enough, and there's okay. um, there's a number of challenges and reasons for that. Uh, but um, but that's you know uh, not changing anytime soon. Um, so uh, so access to talent, but also diversity of talent as well. You know, yes. we, we really, really appreciate um, diverse backgrounds when it mm-hmm. comes to uh, creating digital products for people because yeah. we want to um, serve all people, you know. Mm-hmm. So we need to have different backgrounds and ways of working, ways of thinking. And, uh, and so, um, yeah, it's, it is um, a challenge that the industry is facing and um, uh, particularly as the skills are more and more in demand. Uh, yeah. we, we need to see more young people coming through and, and, and they're just not coming fast enough. <laughs> right. Okay. 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 And, and so your journey into leadership then, how did that, how did that happen? Was that quite an organic process? Was it, you know, was it always something that you wanted to do to lead your own agency? It was actually, yes. Um, I'd always wanted to do it. I don't know why, uh, but it was just uh, what I'd hoped hoped to do. Yeah. And, um, I think it's, you know, I'd, I'd, I was very fortunate to have good role models around me. So my father is a managing director of a small company. Uh, my father-in-law is a, a, what was previously a CEO for an NHS trust. Um, and I had people around me that sort of mm-hmm. showed that it was, um, well, showed me what the reality of leadership was like yeah. you know, <laughs> behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, but um, also, I suppose, in the back of my mind, it sort of gave me the confidence or even an expectation that, yeah, this is something that I could do. Yeah. Um, so it is, uh, yeah, it didn't take too long before i got the chance actually it was it was it was quite uh, quite cool um so what, two of my friends uh, that i met at university started a business and mm-hmm. uh, they made games and they made websites and my background was in digital design and web um, yeah. i know nothing about games really and um, they uh, founded this company that did both those things and after a few years they wanted to focus on one side on the game side and uh, needed someone to caretake the digital side and so that's when i came in i was invited with very little expectation really um mm-hmm. i think the brief was just take care of it and don't break it you know yeah. and uh and and that, that happened and here we are 12 years later um still going going very strongly actually and uh I'm very fortunate for that opportunity that i've had uh and uh I'd say I've learned a lot in that period. 
it's been uh, we've had several chapters of growth you know yeah, my attitude at the beginning truly was just not to break it and 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 i think um that worked well for a season but after we saw some growth um you know these the ways of working need to change and evolve uh, as yeah. we grow and and particularly the way i related to the clients and the, the teams and and so yeah i think there's been a few few stages of growth in that and uh but, but that's where the opportunity came from. And I was very grateful for that. Fantastic. Fantastic. And so you spoke about the, the role models in your life. In terms of leaders in general, do you feel as though there are characteristics that all leaders need to embody? Or is it a case-by-case -case situation? What sort of characteristics do you think are helpful in leadership? Yeah, I think that's a great question, Amy. Um, it's, it's hard, isn't it? So I, I wouldn't want to sort of say so this is what all leaders need yeah. i think it is i think it is personal um it's not one size fits all, is it? size fits all. but you know i've heard it said before that a leader is simply someone that people want to follow um and if we take it at that then we we, we fast get to people that we might not admire you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, in history there have been plenty of people that yeah. uh, that many many follow and yet actually are not adding value or certainly being destructive in in the yes. world stage and so i think there's certain certainly some characteristics that i i respond well to and respect um and uh, but i also think they're in becoming increasingly important mm -hmm. as young people enter the industry um, and with a, a different view on what a leader should be and perhaps a different um, sense of their own contribution or way of working in an organisation. So, yeah, I think um, it's important that a leader articulates a vision that people can mm. understand yeah. and, and ultimately those people are going to have to overcome quite a few obstacles together. And yeah. so that vision needs to be bigger than just money uh or or some you know something of that nature i think simon sinek talks a lot about it you know and he makes some fantastic points particularly about the younger generation wanting to to, to work for a cause and i'm seeing that um come more and more mm -hmm. um and i think it's certainly advantageous for uh for a leadership leader and i have found it um important that someone that understands and truly values people and um, can connect with them and be real with them mm -hmm. and uh, at graphite we we sort of call it stretch and support um, okay we want to create amazing opportunities for people that they can walk in and and, and take them and do and run with them yeah. but, but equally people really need support and perhaps mm -hmm. now more than ever as the world uh, is an interesting place to be and as people Very. navigate it, um, it with all of its challenges it's uh, I think that support is, in, is increasingly important and it, it, we can't just expect friends family or the doctor to provide that I think a, a, a leader and an organization needs to be uh, aware of that and, mm -hmm. um, and playing their part in support of, of, of people fantastic brilliant and so was there a was there a piece of advice or or an experience that shaped that leadership style and shaped your approach to leadership um oh i don't think there's one there was one experience or one piece of advice but um 
you know, I, one thing that has stuck in my mind, and I don't know where I picked it up, it's probably some famous person that said it, but they said, hire people better than you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I follow that on with hire them and, and empower them to do what they do best. Yeah. Um, and I think that statement is quite uh, aligned with my worldview. You know, okay. as, as I'm the leader, I just want to create a, an environment in which people can can do their best. Uh, I'm certainly not good at everything. Mm. Uh, and, and, and as companies, we, we need to be respectful of people having different talents. Uh, yes. and, and I think my role as a leader is to bring them together and help them work together and collaborate, um, particularly in the sort of innovation space that we work in and the creative space. It's a lot about collaboration and working working together um, in order to achieve the greatest outcomes for all people and uh, and companies and and the team fantastic fantastic and so if you were sort of either looking back or speaking to someone that was looking to follow in your footsteps so about to take a step into that leadership role what advice would you offer them Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well I think from my experience I I stepped into leadership as as I said and 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 just ran ran with my best endeavours for, for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no plan. There, was no, there, was, there were no goals. My goal, you know, initially was just to be an agency leader, you know, and I had done that one. So I wasn't quite sure what the next ones were. And I think um, one thing I've learned is it's really good to articulate a plan and specific objectives and, and goals that um, you want to achieve. Um, because it, it informs every decision that you're making. You know, mm-hmm. if you just go on um, and uh, just make every decision in the moment, um, then you'll, you'll you'll end up somewhere, <laughs> I'm sure. But uh, if you if you determine what what you think is right and and define where you want to go, uh, or not necessarily even, you know, I'm not even necessarily talking about money or or. Um, things of that nature but it could be quality of life mm-hmm. you know, or impactful relationships or the impact in the work that that you're doing and and that's something i started doing um five years ago within the company and mm-hmm. and also personally as well sort of highlighting the uh the aims that i had and so that could inform and steer the decisions as i went through them and um, that's worked honestly <laughs> it's been fantastic um and it, again back to that prior point it's so good to have uh a steering uh or a, a north star to follow because you can sort of share that with others and others can come on that journey yeah um so yeah getting getting clear about about objectives and then working backwards from those objectives to help you determine um what the uh, the next steps should be that's yeah. that's my advice for anyone fantastic that's good advice really good advice <laughs> and so penultimate question then okay yeah past or present that you particularly admire and if so why oh there's so many um but the one that that comes to mind uh in recent recent times as well someone that i think has stood out in um in public culture and also has uh, 
stood out for the right reasons um, is Gareth Southgate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely don't know a lot about football and I only watch the Euros or the World Cups, honestly. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but it was fascinating to see how he, uh, he brought this sort of selflessness to the relationships and and every time that the team were interviewed after each game they would first talk about the team rather than themselves and um, even name checking the people on the bench that didn't get to play you know they were saying how important it was um, that they all worked together and they were thankful for that opportunity and and that was you know that that for me showed um, that he, he was doing some really good things in that team. You yeah. know, footballers aren't known for lack of ego, uh, <laughs> and so to to see that come to be, and obviously we've got quite far in the Euros as well. Yeah, um, and so that focus I thought was inspiring, and and he uh, had clearly got there through humility mm-hmm. and overcoming his own uh, challenges from you know similar experience many years before um what i also like about him though is that the public recognized that value i think i got that sense that you know the the media and public opinion was with him and behind Mm -hmm. him and and i think it was because of that humidity and uh yeah i was really pleased to see that so uh that's the sort of thing uh i i can relate to and and myself be um admiring of fantastic and one we've not had before so we've not had Gareth Southgate yet. When people are oh, good. <laughs> right. Right. And so final question then, what's next over the next six to 12 months? What's on your, what are in your plans that you're excited to share with us? Yeah. So, um, so Graphite is growing really fast. Uh, we're growing 60% year on year in the last two years, which is um, interesting. Great. <laughs> <laughs> And um, and yeah, it's uh, it's 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 an incredible opportunity. And yeah. what I think we are finding is that uh, our you know our purpose, where we we want to help people and we want to make an impact on people's health and well being around the world, mm-hmm. um, that is aligning with the team uh, yeah. and who and we're managing to attract some incredible staff. And it's also aligning with with future clients and where they're well, current clients and future clients mm-hmm. and where they are at. Um, they need to innovate and to, to transform the ways they work and to engage with their own customers, be they patients or doctors, um, in, in new ways. And, uh, and I think we're sort of on the precipice of a, a lot of change in the pharmaceutical industry. I think, you know, I, I sort of equate it to the ones we, the change we've just seen in fintech and, and you know finance. Uh, I think we're going to go through farm tech coming, you know, in in next season, and and really digital innovation and design and putting users uh, or customers at the at the center of design, and mm. that is going to be really um, really important. And yeah. So we find ourselves in a in a fantastic space and have with, with wonderful opportunities, and um, with great uh, team members to do that. I'm just going to need a, a lot more at this yeah. rate. <laughs> <laughs> no bad thing. No bad thing. But it is it's a real exciting time in you know electroceuticals and medical devices and healthcare. There's loads going on across that. It's a really really interesting and exciting to see the differences that some of those devices and, and products are making. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And as patients take more interest and, and, and I guess control in their own um, outcomes and their, their, their clinical pathways, I think we're going to see much more of this as um, you know, doctors and, and medical organizations are going to need to explain and, and really partner with the patient yeah. um, to, to get the most out of, uh, of, of their, um, their care and make it most effective. And I think that's, that signifies something of a shift um, yeah. in, and, uh, and it's, and it's an exciting one to, to see and to be part of. Absolutely. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. It's been great speaking with you. I really enjoyed it. Mm, likewise, Amy. Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs>